This is Arike Ogumbawale, and you're listening to The Soaring Wings Show. y'all on august 20th of tuesday i am ari graham at wmba love on twitter and at wmba underscore love on instagram what's going on guys this is dorothy j gentry on twitter and instagram at dorothy j gentry hello all right so we got a good show for you guys today uh we had some good news come down about our rookie of the year candidate can't see my parentheses but candidate uh, as she got player of the week we'll discuss the matchup on thursday night Mm -hmm. against minnesota we'll get to see both of the rookies face off Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the the road if they can win again on the road and we'll shoot around the league got a, a good show for you guys today yes all right so let's go ahead and get started okay so arike player of the week yes finally she's been our player every week leader on the team you know, a, a huge load to carry mm-hmm. for a rookie. She's mm-hmm. averaged 25.3 points last week, 2.67 rebounds, and 2.67 assists for those of y'all who say she does not pass the ball. <laughs> All right. So what do you think? Player of the week, Arike? I think it's pretty cool. It just further cements what kind of a rookie season she's having. You know, it gives more ammo to those who are, you know, promoting her for Rookie of the Year and think that she deserves it based upon, again, the load that she's carrying, the lack of veteran players around her, the way that she's basically carrying and putting the team on her back in the absence of, you know, so many we've already talked about, you know, namely, you know, uh, Skylar Diggins-Smith, how she's coming in playing two positions, you know, again, for her to be rewarded with um, Player of the Week alongside a veteran like Alina Del Don. You know, I think it's major, and I think it's another feather in her cap for uh, Rookie of the Year. I think it's going to be something that's going to solidify her mm-hmm. place for mm-hmm. Rookie of the Year. Guys, we do not mean this as a shot at Nemfisa Collier. I know people have been battling on Twitter, getting into a little, you know, tissies here and there, but you guys have got to calm down. They are both doing yes. great jobs as rookies. It's just that Arike has a larger load to carry. Right. She has emerged as a leader on the team and in the league. She's in top 10 in scoring. I understand that you guys think that she doesn't play enough defense, but again, that's something that's going to come along. She is a rookie. She is shorter than Nafisa. So, of course, Nafisa is going to have better defensive skills, especially down on the wing. You know, and also, when you look at Arike on the court, to the left or to the right, there's no veteran all-star players like an Odyssey Sims mm-hmm. or a Hall of Famer first ballot, most definitely uh, fouls exactly. to help out. There's Arike trying to figure out how to get a shot, how to get a ball to somebody for an open shot, get them a good look, take the shot herself. She's, she's doing it all, you know, and there's no one there on the court, uh, you know, quote unquote, to help her in terms of making those decisions. So um, she has stepped into, uh, you know, two to the team and with a lot, a, a lot of load on her. And, you know, yeah, the record isn't good. People want to look at wins and losses all the time, but there's much more to it than wins and losses. Yes, it is. And, also, I mean, the Wings are just four games behind Minnesota who are hanging on to the A spot. Yeah, they right. have a little bit of a cushion, but there's mm-hmm. not that much of a difference as right. far as records are concerned. Right. I mean, I really think 
with her learning a new position, playing mm-hmm. point guard mm-hmm. more, you see that she is the automatic go-to when you know we're we're trying to get someone the ball. It's starting with Arike. The team goes as she goes, and Every, that right, yeah, that's something that's that's got to make her rookie of the year. And one last little uh, you know piece of uh, information we already know. Every team, you know, we plan for her. As soon as the get the ball gets in her hands, you see two, three, sometimes four jerseys of the other color you know the opponent surrounding her you know it's like they 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 go to her because she's our she's the wings go-to option the number one option and so they scheme for her you know so that means she's pretty important exactly and when you're game planning for dallas Mm -hmm. arike is that number one that you're trying to take out right so Let's focus on the matchup against Minnesota. It's going to be exciting. Ooh, it's going to be good, y'all. Yes, I'm excited about it just because we get to watch the rookies kind of go head-to-head. They really won't be on each other. Right. Like, defensively, you might see Enrique, you know, try and take the ball at her if still happens to not be in the game. The game will be at 7 o'clock Central on League Pass. It's not going to be on television, so you guys do not have to worry about any blackouts or anything like that. Just tune in to League Pass and hope for the best as far as League Pass is concerned. Most definitely. League Pass, no issues, please. But, guys, the last time that the uh, Wings and the Minnesota Lynx met up, were, it was in Dallas, and the Wings, it was a historic night. The Wings got their first win against Minnesota. They came back from 14 down. Um, 19 points from the rookie, of course, Enrique. And they had six players register double-digit scoring figures for the first time. So that was a pretty historic night that night. And every starter for the Wings had at least 10 or more points that night as well. They beat them 89-86. to um, Again, it was a historic night uh, for the Wings. They shot 11 of 22 from beyond the arc. Um, best in their previous season high of 43.8%. They eclipsed 80 points for the first time mm-hmm. against uh, the Minnesota Lynx, scoring 20 or more points in every quarter for the first time um, the season at, you know, back then. This was on June 30th. And um, the biggest stat, the win against Minnesota marks the fir- marked the first win against the Lynx since June 21st, 2015. And the first home win against Minnesota since June 4th, 2010. That win snapped the longest road winning streak in WNBA history for one team against a single opponent. Minnesota had been, they had our number for years and years and years, as you can tell. And the Wings came from 14 down and snapped that win streak that Minnesota had for one single opponent in WNBA history. We beat them 89 to 86. So there was a lot of a lot of numbers and stuff going on there. And it was a big win there at home. But they're gonna be in Minnesota. They're gonna be on the road. We already know the road rolls that the Wings have. They've won only one. It's not impossible. But it's going to be a tall task come Thursday night. Yeah, you already know that the Minnesota crowd is deep out there. But mm-hmm. our girl Megan Gustafson is going to have a big crew out there. Yes. She's been promoting it. So mm-hmm. it could be a little balance as far as, you know, the, the fans are concerned. I'm looking forward to the matchup, like I said, between yes. between the rookies. I really want to see how Arike is going to do with yes. against Sims and Robinson. I know they're going to game plan for her. I know they're going to be on her. Like white on rice is going to be crazy. But now, I mean, Enrique has moved herself up to top 10 in scoring. She is number six currently mm-hmm. as we're looking at the standings today. We're not talking about rookies. We're talking about overall. Yes, overall, <laughs> overall. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, 
just it's going to be a really good matchup. But like I said, I mean, like Dorothy mentioned, Minnesota has had Dallas number for a long time, and they're still looking for their second road win of the season, which is not going to be an easy feat. Right, but right. we have seen increased play from Alicia Gray, yes. who recently passed 1K in points for her career. So right. congrats to her. It's it's going to take a, a team effort, especially defensively. And Thursday will be the first time that the team will be full strength. Of course, Kayla Davis was out on Sunday night, mm-hmm. uh, while Kayla Thornton and Christine uh, anyway. Anigwe, uh returned from their suspension. So um, Thursday will be the first time that they will be playing at full strength. So we'll definitely have to see what uh, what comes of that. Yeah, I do want to see what the team is going to look like. It's going to be mm-hmm. exciting to have everyone on the floor. Mm-hmm. I am looking forward to more minutes from the other rookie, Anigua. I think we're really going to need her out there, especially to match up against Collier at times. That could yes. be another yes. rookie-to-rookie matchup that would be interesting. We might see more of them against each other than Arike and uh, Nafisa going one-on-one. All right. So I want to thank you guys for tuning in to the W Insider Network. There are a lot of awesome podcasts or shows besides ours that is featured on the website. So make sure you guys are tuning in wherever you like to get your podcasts. Again, I am Ari Graham at WNBA Love on Twitter, at WNBA underscore love on Instagram. Follow me, guys. I'm trying to get those stats up. <laughs> Most definitely. And this is Dorothy J. Gentry on Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to pick up. Uh, the Athletic Online, and uh, take a look at some of the stories we have about the WNBA all around the league. Okay, as we continue on with the Soaring Wings show, I want to make sure that you guys understand that there is a an update on Mariah Jefferson. Uh, she was in attendance at another game, at the game uh, the other night, um, versus the New York Liberty. <laughs> New York Liberty, thank you. See, get you a partner like WNBA Love. <laughs> Um, uh, versus New York Liberty. And so um, Coach spoke to her being in the audience. Uh, she was taking pictures and with fans and whatnot, sitting with Greg Bibb for a little bit. She was sitting directly behind the wings bench as well, very engaged. And so here's some comments from Coach on Mariah for next season. Yeah, I had dinner with Mariah last night. Uh, she's here tonight. Glad to see her here. She's full go next year. She just wants to be totally healthy. She's getting there. Here, but we expect her to to be in the uniform next year. She's excited to be in Dallas. This is her home. She she's told me multiple times she's excited to play home in front of her family and friends. So there you have it, guys. Straight from Coach Agler's uh, mouth. He has been talking with. He had dinner with. Mariah the other day, she was at the game. Uh, she's ready to go. He, they expect her to be f- a full go, he said, direct quote, for the new season. So, And then Skyler, all season long, you've not seen her practicing in front of fans. But at that same game, she was actually out there doing pregame, getting up shots. Um, you know, to the surprise of so many out there getting up shots. Now, she didn't play, of course, but... Um, that was the first time she was publicly, um, you know, putting up shots and warming up and practicing in front of Wings fans. So, um, you know, the season 2020 is looking pretty good for looking the good. for the Wings. So, that's just a little quick update. Yeah, just make sure y'all go to at Dorothy J Gentry on Twitter. She has video of Skylar shooting around, and I'm we're talking about buckets, y'all. She was not mm-hmm. missing a shot. See. 
My heart racing right now. Like, I'm excited. Just because the return of Diggin' Smith, mm-hmm. having someone like Mo Jefferson mm-hmm. back on the floor, mm-hmm. you will have Arike sliding back to that shooting guard position. Right. You know, we have the potential to get Lauren Cox, who was also in the stands yes, that night. Yes, she was there that from night, Baylor. too. Like, it's... Yes. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited, y'all. Like... 2020 is looking up like we're mm-hmm. already starting to to form mm-hmm. people are just learning different skills the team is going to be extremely versatile having wow. playing being having to have played different positions this season all the way up to our veterans like glory johnson uh so it's going to be really really interesting so right you've been warned <laughs> all right so let's go ahead and shoot around the league the playoff picture is starting to come into form a little bit Three teams have already clinched their playoff positions. You have the Washington Mystics currently at number one, the Connecticut Sun at number two, and the Las Vegas Aces at number three. Now, Dorothy, do you think that they will be able to maintain those positions by the end of the season? I definitely think Washington will. I don't see anyone stopping them. They're on a six-game winning streak. What is that about? (laughs) You know, the Mystics, they have literally come out of nowhere. They were always one of the contenders this season, but they just – they put it into overdrive after the All-Star, and they're on a six-game winning streak right now. There's no stopping them. I think they, I think they will cement the number one team in the league. Uh, but not far behind, actually just a game behind, is the Connecticut Sun, who have been the, the league leaders all season. So if there's, any, if there's going to be any swapping of the standings or places, it's going to be between those two. Connecticut's riding a three-game win streak. Um, and then, of course, the Aces um, are 18 and 9. So I think those three are pretty much cemented. You know, maybe one and two could easily, after one or two games, you know, switch places. But I don't, I don't see anyone catching up with them. Yeah, again, Dallas has an opportunity to mix things up a bit as they do face the Mystics twice, one at home and one away. Mm-hmm. And then there's also one more matchup against the Connecticut Sun. So... I'm just saying, Dallas is coming in the form. They could shake up that playoff picture. Just a quick reminder of what the playoffs are going to look like. The first and second place teams will get around, get buys to the third round. So they get buys all the way to the semifinals. The third and fourth seed get a buy to the second round. However, it is still single elimination for those teams. So I imagine that Washington and Connecticut will want to maintain those spots. It's going to be very dangerous for a team like Vegas if they stay in third. And the Sparks are currently right behind, two games behind them for that fourth spot. I know everyone's trying to fight top two just because that single elimination, Mm -hmm. when you've done so well all season, Mm -hmm. that is a tough pill to swallow. Right. So, I mean, good luck to to all the teams up there. I'm I'm hoping that Dallas can shake things up a little bit. You know, these top two seeds still have something to play for as far as maintaining those buys. So I'm interested to see, you know, who else is going to clinch. You know, no one's been eliminated yet. We right. could possibly eliminate Atlanta if we win on that game on Sunday. Right, and one more note on the playoff uh, format, that the single elimination game, as uh, WNBA Love, as Ariel was just saying, it's so heartbreaking. You know, it's like win or go home after you fought to get to get there, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know. And so um, there, there has to be something to where they can play, you know, best of three or something, you right. know, give them right. a couple of games to try to figure it out. 
You know. That could be something that they can try and change on mm-hmm. down the line. Because when you mm-hmm. look at those three and four seeds that get that mm-hmm. second round and you have teams like Seattle, mm-hmm. Phoenix, and Minnesota sitting at the bottom of the playoff standings, like yeah. those are dangerous teams. Yeah. Diana Taurasi, if Phoenix makes it to the playoffs, will be ready to play. Like That's not going to be a team that you're going to want to face. Minnesota right. is always dangerous with uh, the experience. In the playoffs from Coach Cheryl Reeves, she'll know how to get her team into form. Right. So it's just, it's really tough for that squad. So I know that Washington and Connecticut will want to maintain those spots. Right. We want to thank you guys for tuning in to the Soaring Wing Show on the W Insider Podcast Network. I want to apologize for calling it Winsider. I've been getting it that wrong. That wasn't me. That was her. Yeah, yeah. My apologies. W Insider. Again, uh, we really appreciate the opportunity to have them as a host. It's yes, been really you. fun doing doing this show. So just thank you guys. Again, I'm W at WNBA Love on Twitter at WNBA underscore Love on Instagram. Now this is Dorothy J Gentry on Twitter and Instagram. Looking at the bottom of the standings, um, the the top eight teams are pretty much set, but we're not going to say totally yet. Both Indiana and Dallas are four games out of that eighth spot. Hey, anything's possible. Anything is possible. Uh, It's going to be very, very tough for the Wings to get themselves into the playoff picture as they are four games behind Minnesota. The matchup is really important just because it is one and one. Right. This would determine the tiebreaker if it happens to be tied. But then also, Indiana owns the tiebreaker, having beat us. Exactly. So it's whew. that's why those early games are so important to get because, again, as she mentioned, um, both the Lynx and the Fever own the tiebreakers over us, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we're sitting right behind the Fever at number ten. Right. So. Let's let's see how things shake out. I'm really excited to see how it's going to play out. We got a tough schedule ahead for the Wings, but that matchup against Atlanta, as I mentioned earlier, could possibly eliminate them from playoff contention. Uh, we've already won the series against New York. It's just if Indiana keeps going the way that they are, they could potentially just drop down and we wouldn't have to worry about it. But then again, if the Wings don't win on on Thursday night against Minnesota, then we will not have an opportunity to slip into that eight spot. Yeah. All right. A lot riding on it. Okay, so moving past Thursday's game as the regular season is winding down, which makes me so sad. We are down to the final three home games for the Dallas Wings. Hopefully, that will go 3-0. and The first one will be Sunday, August 25th against the Atlanta Dream. Uh, it is the Breast Health yeah. Awareness Game going to be a lot of fun guys free rally towels um and it's a power of the pink night fans can uh, actually go online now and bid on special edition breast health awareness jerseys um, that the wings are auctioning off for charity so make sure that you take advantage of that dallaswings.com and uh, it's going to be a special night for that reason and also um the second to the last game before no more wings basketball for this season well, hopefully now. Let's not. That's we, right, you know, okay. You know, we, go, we might go down to the wire. Let's okay. not. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? I'm hoping. I'm hoping down to the end. It's gonna be. It's gonna be wild. Uh, but like I said earlier, it's gonna be tough as well. But it's one on one against Atlanta. You know, it's gonna be. It's always a tough battle against Atlanta because both teams can get off well offensively, especially Atlanta when the ball is falling. They are very dangerous. But then with the Wings' defensive prowess, it's it's. 
setting up to be a good matchup. Mm-hmm. I know that the Dream are holding on, trying not to be completely eliminated for the playoffs, but we do have the potential to do that. So make sure you guys show up August 25th. It is the, like I said, one of three home games left, and you get that free rally towel. I know I'm going to get mine. You know, with the Dream, uh, again, we've talked about it all season long. We're just not sure what happened with them. They, they've lost 11 in a row. That's mm-hmm. almost like... I'm just giving up. I don't know. Yeah, uh, they're five and twenty-one, and but we still, we still, they they can come in here Sunday and win. Yeah, I mean, you know, any given Sunday, the old saying goes: anybody can lose, anybody can beat another team. Okay, so that's what's going on this weekend. Yeah, it's going to be a tough matchup against mm-hmm. Atlanta. I am just looking forward to see how the Wings prevail, how they finish up the rest of the season. Uh, some more news with Atlanta. Um, Angel McCoffrey announced that in Atlanta's final home game, it will be the last time the fans will see her in a dream jersey. Now, as far as retirement, she hasn't mentioned anything about that. She's not speaking about what the plans are for next season, which is a little confusing. I'm not sure why you would make an announcement about playing in a jersey for the final time, but she's been with Atlanta for her entire career. She has been hurt. Uh, there were tweets out there saying that she was not going to be available at all this season. So it's just a little bit weird. I mean, we're not sure what's going on in Atlanta. Right. We just thought maybe, you know, she would recover from her injury and rejoin the team. Uh, so this news today is definitely a little uh, perplexing, a little, little confusing. It's like, okay, what happened? Uh, so, but hey, only she knows. So the best to her. Yeah, so Atlanta fans, just mm-hmm. make sure you go out there and, and support the Dream and mm-hmm. catch Angel, Angel McCoffrey in that Dream jersey one final time. So The Dream, speaking of them, before we close out this segment, they have beat us. Um, they beat us once in preseason, and then we lost to them in our home opener, uh, which was in um, Atlanta. So they've had our number a couple of times. Then we won once uh, here. Right. So, I mean, Dallas seems to be a tougher team at home. I'm not sure what the deal is on the road. Like, I'm hoping that they can, you know, you know, find their stride on the road just because it just it doesn't get any easier going back to Connecticut, going back to Washington. And then you have Washington, Chicago and Seattle coming into town. No, wait, they're on the road to Chicago on the 29th. Mm -hmm. So it's like they have an opportunity to shake off the playoff picture, but it's still going to be a tough run. It doesn't get any easier for the Wings, but everyone's playing for a spot for next season, given the players that are returning. So it's just going to be interesting to see, you know, what Dallas does. I'm really, like I said in previous shows, I'm really excited at the foundation that Coach Agler has laid down this season with his experience. I can see them being very, very dangerous next season and as well as to close out the season. Okay. All right, guys. So at the time of recording, uh, this news just came down. Arike Agumbawale has been the leading scorer in August, averaging 22.6 points per game. Like, I don't know what else this young lady has to do to prove to you guys that she is the rookie of the year. Um, I, I don't mean, know either. <laughs> she's She's been very impressive. But besides – you know, our rookie of the year candidate, mm-hmm. parentheses, you guys can't see him. I keep putting up candidate. What other t- member of the Dallas Wings have you been impressed with this season? Uh, for, for me, it's been, <clears throat> excuse me, for me, it's been, it's been two. Um, Kayla Thornton, of course, all last season, I quoted and called out and tweeted and 
everything else that she is the most underrated player, not on the team, but in the league. Um, she's locked down defense, locked down defense. And uh, her teammate, Skylar Diggins-Smith, just a couple of weeks ago, she tweeted out, um, and I quote, got to give Kayla Thorne a look for defensive player of the year. She's one of few players that can guard anybody in the league. Yeah. And that's so true. It is and true. That is so true. Um, you know, so I, I, I mean, she does it all. She hustles. You know, uh, she plays with a lot of grit, a lot of energy. She's flying in the stands after a ball. She's sliding across the court. You know, she, she, she plays tough. She's a rough rider, as Stephen A. Smith likes to say, about those gritty kind of players who get things done. Mm-hmm. She's definitely a rough rider. Uh, so Kayla Thornton. And then Alicia Gray, you know, speaking of Rookie of the Year, uh, from 2017, had a relatively quiet year last, last season. Mm-hmm. But this season, she, she, she's come out very aggressive, um, you know, in her steals, uh, the assists, with um, – uh, her three her three point shooting field goal uh, percentage she's doing very well also um, I'm very impressed by her yeah I'm with you on those two as well I mean Kayla Thornton should definitely be a shoe in for defensive player of the year because she can guard one through five I mean we went the matches matchup against the Las Vegas Aces Derrica Hamby went off one game and then. When they came home, Kayla Thornton was given the assignment to shut down De'Arca Hamby, and she did. It doesn't matter what size they are. You know, she plays tough. And she's kind of like the face of the defensive identity that the Wings have built this season. Mm-hmm. You know, she's she may be the leader in defense, but it is also just the way that the team goes. Also, I've been impressed with uh, Isabel Harrison's play. Yeah, I've I've I've. I've seen her, like, they're all hustling on the court. But she's jumping into those lanes. She's bodying up. She's grabbing those boards. And that's someone that I have enjoyed watching play this season as well. I mean, the team, they've been doing a lot of team building lately. You know, they they were up in Minneapolis last night doing the escape room it's just really cool to see every everyone coming together you know the team the team bonding and there's just a lot of a lot of talent on the team that shouldn't be overlooked when it comes to these awards just because of how the record is the record exactly and that's what i really don't like is that people look at the record the wins and losses and think that players aren't worthy for uh you know defensive teams rookie teams you know just just different um, uh, league awards at the end of the season, and that's just not that's just not so. Sometimes the wins just don't come together, you know. But the play is still there, the hustle is still there, the effort is still there. Sometimes it's more so on a team that has a losing record than it is on a team that has a winning record, you know. So I think that needs to change as well. Yeah, it does. Like we're gonna, you're gonna see me screaming on WNBALove.com on Twitter at WNBALove, like. I'm going to ride and die with this Wings team just because they are hustlers out there. They are just being tough. They are grinding. Mm-hmm. And it's a young team that Agler is trying to put together with the influx of injuries. I mean, every team across the league has been dealing with it, but Dallas has had their fair share of it as well. So, you know, don't discount them just because of the team record. They should definitely be considered. A, Arike for Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, for Kayla Thornton. So just take a look, guys. Right. Don't don't underestimate this wing squad. You know, we're really going to get to see what they're made of with the remaining schedule. Like we mentioned, they have Washington twice, 
Chicago. I mean, all teams that are fighting for playoff spots. Right. So it's really going to, you're going to really be able to tell a lot from the team based off of how they play, how they finish the season. Right. So I'm just, I'm looking forward to it. Don't overlook them. We want to thank you guys for tuning in to the Soaring Wing Show on the W Insider Podcast Network. Be sure you guys are tuning in wherever you listen to your podcast, not only to the Soaring Wing Show, but there are several other awesome podcasts out there. Make sure that you also hit us up, uh, guys. Uh, get in our comments. Uh, send us a tweet. Send us you know, a photo of yourself. Uh, give us some questions, some thoughts. What do you think about the show? What questions do you have about the Wings now, drafts, um, next season? Talk to us. We want to hear from you. Yeah, let us know. Um, I've also done a series on my website, WNBALove.com where I have been promoting fan stories about how they have fallen in love with the WNBA, how they have gotten involved with their teams. It's been really cool. I mean, mostly it was Phoenix fans that came out and, uh, you know, shared their stories. But I'd like to hear from more of the Dallas Wings fans. It is time to renew those season tickets. 2020 is not going to be one that you are going to want to miss. So just make sure you guys are hitting us up. And let's hope these wings can finish out the season strong. Like I said, there are only three remaining home games. And, you know, a fan brought, one of those Phoenix fans brought up something to me. There hasn't been a bobblehead night in Dallas yet. They had them in Tulsa. Bobbleheads. I want another bobblehead. They also had one the night of the the fight in Phoenix. They had, I think it was Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner. Yeah, shout out to Michelle King. She's sending me one of those Brittany Griner bobbleheads. It's it's actually my first one, but I'm looking forward to getting that that first Dallas one. But again, guys, on Sunday, you get your rally towel. I have a few of those. I'm looking forward to adding more to my collection. For a really good cause, a breast health awareness um, night. You can also bid on special edition uh, jerseys. Mm-hmm. Uh, the donations and proceeds of which will go toward um, charities um, on behalf of the Dallas Wings. So it's an important game uh, Sunday for a number of reasons. Yeah, tickets it's are an afternoon as, game too. Afternoon, yeah. Tickets are as low as nine dollars, and it's the power of the pink. Like it's for a good cause, and those jerseys are fly, y'all. Especially if you love pink, this is the night for you to bid on those jerseys. So three o'clock. Yeah, three o'clock. We want to see you out there. Go ahead and get at us. You can find Dorothy on press row on the court. You can find me up top. I'm looking forward. I have been absent just the past couple games, but I'm looking forward to seeing them match up against Atlanta. So thank you guys for tuning in this week. Looking forward to chatting with you guys next week. Again, hit us up. Is there anything specific that you'd like for us to talk about? Thank you. This is Arike Okumbawale, and you're listening to The Soaring Wings Show.